Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zaslo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Tuesday, the 2nd of May. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast. Presented, as always, by Anna Jar and Levine. Accident attorneys, if you're involved in any kind of an accident. The title sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0. They're going to get you the money that you deserve. First, you call 911. Then you get an attorney on the phone immediately when you call Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. You're going to get the care and the money that you deserve. You've been involved in an accident. you got to focus on your health. Let them take care of all the other stuff. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. 
800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. We have another Monster Sports Night. You know what I'm talking about. Tonight, Panthers, 7 p.m. Heat, 7.30 p.m. Can we go? Can we get a double dip again tonight in the biggest of fashion? Can the winning ways, center of the sports universe, South Florida, everybody knows that. Can the winning ways in South Florida continue? Can the Panthers strike first in Toronto? Can the Heat take both games at the Mecca in New York's Madison Square Garden and come home looking to put a stranglehold on the Knicks for this weekend? Last I checked, by the way, the rest of the like the Panthers' home schedule, it's not even out yet. Like, what? I understand it wasn't available as of last night because maybe you need to get the rest of, uh, you know, Devils and Rangers. You, you need to figure out the series that they're moving on to, so you got to wait to schedule everything, but... Last I checked, it's it's not even available yet, this Panthers series schedule. Let, let me check just to be sure here. Yeah, only the first two games are scheduled still. Now look, hold on a second. Everybody knows. You're listening to this, you're listening to today's edition of Zaslow Show 2.0 in the future. So you you have information I don't. You may be saying, Zaslow, what are you talking about? You're so stupid. I, I know exactly when these games are. Well, you're listening in the future. I'm doing this in the past. I don't have that information yet. So if you have it, hey, good for you. All right, you're in the future. That works out really well for you. But as of right now, no idea when games three and four at FLA Live Arena are, which you know, <coughs> excuse me, is going to be a raucous crowd. You know, I had a buddy of mine yesterday. He's like, Hey, you want to take the boys? We'll all, we'll all go to, you know, one of the Panther Leafs games. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be amazing. But I didn't say, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Because go check what ticket prices are for games three and four. Just to get into the building. Go check out what the prices are for the lower level. You got to pay $600. You're getting into the lower level at FLA Live Arena. Uh, and... You know, I would imagine those prices are far greater than the prices for Heat Knicks. Like, whoa, what is that about? Like, the Panthers is a hotter ticket? It's not that it's a hotter ticket. It's that the Panthers are never in this spot. The Heat are always in this spot. So, it's not that one is more important than the... Well, the Heat are definitely more important down here. So... It is that one is more important than the other, but tickets for the Panthers are so much more expensive. Look, I'll I'll do this I'll do this live with you guys. I'll just do it right here. You got to hang with me, and and we're gonna figure this out. Okay, so all right, there we go. Let's see cheapest. Lo- let's let's do it to get into the building and lower level. All right, so we're talking games three, game three for the Panthers. I don't know what it is. I I assume it'll be, be either Saturday or Sunday. I'm hoping Sunday so the NHL can throw us a bone and get the Heat games and the Panther games on alternating days. Heat game three is Saturday. Uh, Saturday afternoon, 3.30. Okay, I like that. That I think is new. I don't think that was previously scheduled. So you know what? That could actually work out. If the Panther game is going to be Saturday, it could be Saturday night. Who cares? So the Heat is 3.30. All right. To get in the building for the Heat game three, Heat Knicks, you know that's a hot ticket. 400 level. 
$193. Now that is without factoring in Oh here, let me let me let me add the uh, fees. Okay, very good. Why why would you not choose to add the fees? Why why would I why would I want to pick the tickets that I want and then say surprise me upon checkout how much it really costs? Why would they why would anyone not want to have the prices with the fees? It should always just be with the fees. All right, anyway. Cheapest ticket to get in the building for the Heat Game 3 Saturday night. 400 level, $251. Very expensive. Expected, right? <laughs> now, lower level. Cheapest ticket to get... Wow, it's even more expensive than I thought it was going to be. Cheapest ticket to get into the lower level. $550. And that's like on the corner. Up high in the corner. I mean, you don't care. You're in the lower level. It's cool. So cheapest ticket to get in, $251. Cheapest lower level ticket for the Heat. First home game against the Knicks, $500. Do I say $550? I think it was $550. All right, now let's check out the Panthers. And I'm telling you, the Panther tickets are outrageous. There's no way I'm going. I'm not even going to say that I'm trying to go to the Panther game because that, that, then, then, then I'm a schnurrer. You know what a schnurrer is? It's a Yiddish term, us Jews. You know what a schnurrer is? It's a mooch. You know, it's, it, it's like a leech, you know? Then I'm a schnurrer if I'm trying to go to the Panther game, because that means I'm looking for the hookup. Ain't getting any hookups now. It's playoff time, all right? Anyway, so, Panthers, Leafs, home game one, game three as well. All right, let's see. Let me, let me set it up here. First, include the fees. I, why, would I, why would I not want to know the real price? This is the price of the tickets, but it's not the real price. Why would I not want to know the real price of the tickets? All right, cheapest ticket to get into the building for the Panthers. $234. Now, cheapest lower level ticket for the Panthers, $360. So it, it actually is cheaper than the Heat game. And it's not like, oh, boy, you got a lot of New Yorkers who are going to try and go to the games. You got a lot of Maple Leaf fans who are going to try and go to the games. Now, how about this? I saw this, and I'm glad the Panthers are doing this. I don't, I don't care if it's uh, a, a cheap move. Plenty of teams do this. The Tampa Bay Lightning, Tampa Bay Lightning are a great franchise. They do this too. When the tickets went on sale for the Panthers the other day, they're restricting purchases to credit cards with the South Florida or maybe all of Florida area code. You cannot purchase tickets to the Panthers Maple Leafs if you do not have an area code in Florida. Love it. Keep the Leaf fans out. Get the hell out of here. It's not like the Panthers are going to have a hard time selling the game. It'll be packed to, to the rims with Panther fans. Now, there will be Leafs fans there. And by the way, like, don't, it's not Leaves, okay, with a V. It's Leafs. Because it's not like, it's, it's not an actual leaf, like from a tree. That's not, it's a militia, the Maple Leafs. It's not, so the plural is not the Leaves. It's Leafs. Anyway, get it right. So, I love... Now, you've got plenty of Maple Leafs fans there because you have Canadians who live down here. You know, you, you have the French Canadians... Well, all French Canadians more Montreal. But you have the Canadians who live down here now. Bit, like, my family came down here from Montreal when it looked like Quebec was going to separate from Canada. Came down here like 40 years... Uh, like 45 years ago. 
You got plenty of Canadians who live here now. So you will get plenty of Toronto fans in the building. But I love that they're restricting it to the South Florida, or maybe it's all Florida area codes. Love that. Now, you don't have to do that with the Heat. I mean, it is what it is. New Yorkers are going to be in the building. It, it, it adds to the fun. But keep the Maple Leaf fans out of FLA Live Arena. So tonight, it all gets going. You got the Panthers, Leafs at 7, Heat, Knicks, 7.30. Major night. We'll circle back to that. I do want to say, by the way, make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that fun stuff. That really helps me with the algorithm. I don't know how the algorithm works, but like if you do that stuff, it's really helpful. And then I get all the monies and then we're rich. And also, of course, you got to support the sponsors. If you support the sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0, the sponsors keep supporting me. And then the show is going to continue on forever. I'll never charge you guys. There may be some shows out there. They charge you. I'm never, ever, ever going to do that. Never going to charge you guys. But the way that we keep the show going is you got to support the sponsors and then they support me and then you keep getting the show and you're always going to get the show for free. That's how this thing works. Hey, before we continue on here, real quick, I want to tell you guys, you know I've been telling you about one of our newer sponsors here on Zaslow Show 2.0, Water Cleanup of Florida. This is important. Water restoration is important. God forbid you got some type of flooding, you got a leak in your home, you got to get that taken care of immediately. So, What I'm essentially saying is, when life gets salty, you make yourself a margarita. When when water damage gets you mold, you're going to call or text Water Cleanup of Florida. That's right, the Greensteins, family friends since I was a little kid, I grew up with them. They have over 60 years plus combined experience. They're going to handle your restoration project from start to finish. Water Cleanup of Florida understands how an unexpected property damage, it, it could overtake your life. Let's not allow that to happen. Let Water Cleanup of Florida handle any disaster, all sizes, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Call them or text 954-900-8635. You can also visit them at wcufl.com. Fully licensed, insured, and general contractor that provides the one-stop shopping that all of us are looking for. I don't want to call a bunch of different places. I want Water Cleanup of Florida to come in. And look, they're going to make the cleanup and the insurance claim process painless and hassle-free. That's what we're all looking for. Serving all of Miami-Dade County, Broward County, Palm Beach County. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram as well. 954-900-8635. Water Cleanup of Florida. We clean up your schmutz. So, I do want to thank everyone. I had a lot of people reach out yesterday. Really nice who were telling me, Zazlo, what a terrific job you did yesterday with the show. I loved it. You were so fired up. And why am I bringing that up? Well, when we had the type of weekend that we had, and specifically when we had the type of Sunday that we had, where the Heat take that ass in game one, the Panthers win game seven, they come back from 3-1. Sunday was an historic day for South Florida sports. Amazing day. The Heat are on this uh, incredible run right now. And the Panthers are on this incredible run right now. It's the Panthers' fault we have not gotten more years like this where we have both teams doing their thing in the playoffs. The Heat always do their thing in the playoffs. So this is on the Panthers. But anyway, a lot of people reached out yesterday. Yo, Zaslow, your show was awesome. I loved it, man. I was so fired up listening to you react to what a great Sunday and what a great sports weekend we had. And I got those same messages Sunday night where, (coughs) excuse me, where it's, 
can't wait to hear the show tomorrow. And those shows, those are always interesting. Well, I love doing those shows where we can all celebrate together. That's one of the things about radio, or at least now for me, podcasting, where, look, I'm sitting here, you know, it's, it's just me and my whole crew who are putting the show together, but we're in this together. There's a familial type feel to doing this kind of show, especially because I've been doing it for so long. So I know you guys are with me, but I, I, I feel, I don't know if pressure is the right word, but I feel like there, there becomes an expectation. I got to put on a good show because everyone out there is super excited, not just to hear me react to it, but they want to react with me. They like, they're looking forward to this show on a day like yesterday. So I always feel this kind of pressure to, to deliver, and I never quite know if I do. You know, I do the show. I think it was good. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I, I wasn't sold on yesterday's show. I wrapped up, so I'm like, I, I think I hit the right notes. But I wasn't sure. And then a bunch of people mess. oh, the show was fantastic. Oh, thank you so much. Like, I never really know for sure if I delivered it. So yesterday's a special kind of show, coming off a special kind of day on Sunday. And I always appreciate that kind of positive feedback. It's really cool. You know, a lot of us, a lot of us in sports talk, you know, massive egos, right? Massive egos. But sometimes, you know, you like being told, you, sometimes you like a pat on the back and, hey, great job, you know? So I feel like yesterday was kind of one of those days and, and I really appreciate it from you guys. So one, one of my friends actually who said the same thing was like, man, yes. Show was awesome today, man. My friend Drew, all right, who doesn't know shit about hockey, and he messaged me yesterday. He's <laughs> like, I-, "I can't believe how amazing that that game was." And I-, I don't even like hockey, and I watched it, and it was it was so much fun. And first of all, I told, and you you guys know, I've been preaching this for years that it's such a great game, and their postseason is amazing, and. If you're any kind of sports fan, how are you not just locked into the Stanley Cup? It's incredible drama. If you love sports, how are you not into the Stanley Cup playoffs? If you like competition, how are you not into the Stanley Cup playoffs? And now we, we, we have a team who's in it for the first time ever three consecutive years. Never happened before. So, you know, we're, we're getting it from a different perspective now, thank God. But, so that's the overall point where... My friend Drew, like, he's had no idea. And I told him, I said, first of all, the Stanley Cup playoffs are amazing. This Panther run is, is, is so great right now. And you got to jump on the bandwagon, man. Hop aboard. But it's like, you can't even fault someone like my friend Drew because the reality of it is, the Panthers have not been able to attract that kind of fan. You know, I was... There are plenty of people like me down here because your family came from up north like mine. You know, Zaslow's are from New York and my mother's family's from Montreal. So, I, like, I was born into liking hockey. So I've always loved it. I've always loved it. Before we even had a team. But in a niche market like South Florida, especially this kind of market, the team's got to give you something to latch on to. And in 29 years of Panther hockey... They haven't done that. And that's why you have people like my friend Drew out there who didn't think he liked hockey until he actually decided, oh, wow, this team's fun. Let me watch. Holy shit, this is incredible. 
So I think what's happening here is, and, and look, it's pathetic that it's taken 29 years to get to this place. But I think what's happening here is now you're going to see that building packed every single night. I'm not just talking about for the playoffs. I'm talking about regular, look, regular season get great crowds now. And it's going to be like that potentially forever. The way the Heat is like that forever. Now, the Heat did it by winning championships. And that's how you capture a generation of fans who are going to be in no matter what because they witness championships. And then they're going to pass that along to their children. And that's what you're hoping happens here with the Panthers where you have a generation's like, wow, hockey is so good. It's, it's a shame that it's taken 29 years to get to this place. But I, 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 think, I think we're finally getting there. And that helps, you bec- that helps you be a real sports town when you're getting support for all your teams. Now, the Marlins, whole different story. But that's what ends up making you a real sports town. So, I want to I have the discussion here and you can always hit me up at Zazlo Show on Twitter, at, on Instagram at Zazlo J. By the way, Mark Jones, ESPN, he's going to join us on the show today. Love talking to Mark Jones. He had the call ABC game one, Heat Knicks. He does not have the call tonight. Tonight's a TNT game. I believe it's Ian Eagle and Jimmy Jackson. So Mark Jones will join us. Looking forward talking a little Heat Knicks with him. We'll talk about game one. We'll do a little bit of around the NBA with him. And of course, for people who don't remember, Mark Jones was it like when Jason Jackson was doing the reporting for the Heat. That used to be Mark Jones way back in the day. Whammy in Miami. You don't know about Whammy in Miami? Think about this: that the Heat used to be on a channel. It was WBFS thirty three. It used to be called Whammy, and Mark Jones was the Heat sideline guy for the games on Whammy. And why do I say for the games on Whammy? This is how games used to be back then. The home games for the Heat were on one channel. That was Sunshine Network. The road games were on a different channel. That was WBFS 33, which back then was known as Whammy in Miami. Home games were one channel. Road games were a different channel. Anyone remember that? that like, that's, that's crazy when you think about that, right? So, anyway, we'll get Mark Jones on the show. We'll talk some Heat basketball with him. That'll be fun. He's always really good. But what I want to talk about here is the Panthers and the Heat, no matter what happens the rest of the way, are each of their seasons already a success? You can hit me up at Zaslow Show always. Are they already a success? I want to talk about that here. Real quick before we do that, an update here. Yesterday, last night, you know, we had Jessica Blaylock on the show yesterday, and I told her, I'm knocking Billy Lindsay's goal. I got it right here. Look, if you're watching youtube.com slash at show, this diagram right here, this frame poster, it's a diagram of Billy Lindsay's infamous goal, famous goal, game five, first ever series victory. He got around the Hall of Famer Ray Bork, drew a penalty, scored anyway. Panthers win the series in five. Panthers' best playoff moments are against the Bruins. We own you, Boston! 
There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. But yesterday... Great poll question after talking to Jessica Blaylock, where I told her, I'm knocking Billy Lindsay's goal down to number two. Greatest moment in Panther history now is Carter Verhage, game seven, overtime, completing the 3-1 deficit, knocking off the greatest regular season team in NHL history. So she said, I should put out a poll. And I did. Now the poll's almost over, but we could essentially, you know, call it here. So Zaslow Show 2.0 poll question yesterday. The biggest goal in Florida Panthers history is, and the answers are, Billy Lindsay, Game 5, 1996, or Carter Verhage, Game 7, Overtime, 2023. Now, I got a couple responses, you know, like a couple responses, okay. Mike and, my man Mike in West Palm Beach. We saw it last night. This will stay with us longer, in my opinion, especially if we get far in these playoffs. Got another one from Easy E Machine. He tweets, he, he, he does not agree. There is only one first, first ever series win, also the most successful year ever in franchise history. Finally, from a simple style points perspective, it was a better looking goal than last night. So he's got Billy Lindsay's goal, but the votes are in. And the winner... At 77% of the vote, Carter Verhage now has the greatest goal in the history of the Florida Panthers. And I agree. And you know what? I think Billy Lindsay would agree too. Maybe we'll get Billy on the show soon. Uh, I think Billy would agree. Carter Verhage's goal. It's, look, if Verhage doesn't score there, we're in overtime. If Verhage doesn't score there, the Bruins can end the Panthers season. If Billy doesn't score on that play, it's a tie game with, I'm looking at the time here. Yeah, there's five minutes remaining in the game. Panthers, were, it was tied 3-3. Five minutes remaining in the game. If Billy doesn't score that crazy goal there, not only do you still have five minutes left in a tie game, but you're up three games to one. So, yes, first series win, Aesthetically pleasing as hell, the Billy Lindsay goal. And they ended up going to the Stanley Cup final. But I'm knocking it down. And so are 77% of you. So I want to talk about whether or not these seasons for our favorite little hockey team and our favorite little basketball team are already a success. Let's start out with the Heat. I don't believe it's already a success for the Heat. Now last week, which was an all-time memorable week 
last week for the Heat is going to live forever. Jimmy's 56, we're never going to forget. The way the Heat then managed to close out game five, we're never going to forget. First time ever as an eight seed, the Heat win a series. They knock off the number one. We're never going to forget it. But this Heat team, they're like I said yesterday, they're not your regular eight seed. They're actually a seven seed, but they're not your regular eight seed. They brought back virtually the same club as last year that got to the Eastern Conference Finals. How many eight seeds were the number one seed the year before with the same team? It's pretty rare. So even though the Heat went in as an eight seed, I'm telling you, none of the guys in that locker room think that they should be coming up anything short of an NBA championship. This team feels like they're capable of that. And it's not the same thing as like, you know, the Minnesota Timberwolves, number eight seed out west. Their goal is to win the championship. Well, yeah, everyone's goal is to win the championship, but no one actually believes that. This Heat team, their goal is to win. Anything short of the championship is coming up short for them. That's the way this franchise operates. And you love that if you're a Heat fan. Now, last week can be an all-time memorable week. But it doesn't mean that this season is a success yet. Oh, but Zazzle, it's such a struggle in the regular season. You're telling me that just winning a first-round series, that like, like that's not good enough? It's not. It's good enough from a perspective of we made all-time memories last week, and that's really what being a sports fan's about, right? It's just making all-time memories. But anything short of a championship, especially coming off of Game 7 in the East Finals last year, anything coming up short of a championship is not a successful season for this Miami Heat team. Doesn't matter what happened in the regular season. Now, the Panthers, on the other hand, this is a different story. I felt going into Game 7 that no matter what happens, the Panthers' season has been validated. Because this season for the Panthers was about new coach, new style, preparing for playoff-style hockey, and then building on that moving forward. And while me, while I, and most of us hated it, the regular season was very difficult. Murderer of fun behind that bench, Paul Maurice. The truth of the matter is, I was wrong. They were right. Paul Maurice was right, the front office was right, and just getting to Game 7 showed you, because I even told you, after Game 5, when they won in overtime in Boston, that right, I told you right there, or I I may have even said after the Game 2 win in Boston, last year's Panther team does not win that game. Matter of fact, last year's Panther team doesn't win any of those games in the first round. And that means... This coaching staff and front office, they were right. I like. I don't know that I'm taking back everything I said about Paul Maurice, but I'm past it. I'm good with it all. I'm fine with him now in my book. I thought he pushed, he certainly pushed all the right buttons that game against Toronto where they turned the season around with eight games remaining. And this series, when he went to sticking with Lyon and then going to Bobrovsky, Shaking up the lines, shaking up the power play lines as well. 
he pushed all the right buttons. I am totally good with Paul Maurice now from here on out. I felt going into Game 7, because if you lose to Game 7 in Boston, you were down 3-1, best team ever. Like, you can only expect so much. I thought the season was validated. And now they won it? Yeah. So, the Heat season, while they've given us forever memories, which as a fan is all you can ask for. Their season is not a success yet. I do believe the Panthers season is a success. So tonight, huge night. Panthers game one, 7 o'clock. Heat game two, 7.30. By the way, also as far as the Panthers go, <coughs> I take everything back I said about Barkov. When the Panthers, I do. When the Panthers went down 3-1, to one, I was livid. I, I, I traded Barkov. I got rid of him. I was super emotional. That's how fans get. I take it all back. Now, this is Matthew Kachuk's team. Make no mistake about it. This is Kachuk's team. But I take everything back that I said about Barkov. We're good. Like, I was super emotional in the moment. I'm not proud of the way that I acted there. I take, ba- I take back what I've said about Paul Maurice. I'm good with him now. I'm totally good with him. And I take back what I said about our captain, Sasha Barkov. You're our guy, all right? It's Kachuk's team, but you're our guy. And I take it back, and I apologize. <clears throat> okay? How about that? That's, you got to be a big man to be able to do that, right? I take it back. All right. So, Jimmy Butler's questionable tonight. We'll, talk, we'll ask Mark Jones about it for sure coming up in a moment here. I feel like Jimmy's going to play. I feel like you play him. You see where it gets to at halftime. And you go from there. You know. We saw what happened game two. No Giannis. And we saw what happened game two. The Heat got their shit kicked in. That could totally happen tonight. You're going to have a desperate New York team. It's so hard to take the first two games on the road. And while the Heat are a super business-like team. And we know that. And hey, Saslow, this is an opportunity for the Heat. Yes, it's a major opportunity for the Heat. But there's also human nature. And this Heat team knows, just like they knew in game two, going into Game 2 in Milwaukee, they know we got what we came for. And we're very confident we can win both games at home. So, I think a little human nature settles in tonight. I think you're going to get a big performance from the Knicks. I think if the Heat can hang around in the second half, then Jimmy's a full go. But if we get to halftime and ain't looking so hot, you may want to pull the plug on Jimmy in the second half and get ready for game three. So, I think he's going to play. I think he's going to play. By the way, last night, let's go over some NBA action from last night before we get to Mark Jones here. So, the Sixers, a throwback performance from James Harden. Or was it? So no Joel Embiid. They're going to present him with his MVP on Friday for Game 3. Game 2 is tomorrow night. No Joel Embiid. Harden goes off. So was that a vintage Harden performance? Or is that more about how the hell did the Celtics allow him to do that? I think it's a little bit of both. You got And I, I crush Harden. I'm not a fan. But James Harden, without Embiid who has a terrible postseason history. 
you got to give James James Harden a lot of credit, and you got to look at the Celtics and saying, how do you allow that to happen? And you also have to say, this Celtic team, how did you let the Hawks even get you to a game six? You were up. Th- I mean, you you were up three one in that series. A chance to close things out in Boston. You allowed the Hawks to then take you back to Atlanta, where you were trailing with several minutes left in the fourth quarter. I'm a, I'm a little bit. If I'm a Celtic fan, I'm a little bit concerned. By the way, really fun couple nights in a row at TD Garden in Boston. Last night, losing on a hardened three-pointer at the very end against Philadelphia. And the night before, the Panthers took that ass and sent the Bruins home. Now, I'm not going to say it was quite like the Hindenburg, like Bruins TV voice Jack Edwards, but it was bad. So, could the Sixers actually beat the Celtics in this series? I still have a hard time believing Boston does not win this series, but I'm a little concerned if I'm Boston. A little bit concerned. The Nuggets last night, I did not see the end of this game. Nuggets go up two games to none over the Suns. I think the Suns are in trouble. Chris Paul got hurt. It looks like it's a groin issue. That could be a problem. He always gets hurt in the playoffs. He's old. Longer the season goes on, bigger a problem it is for him. Even with Chris Paul, but especially without Chris Paul, this Suns team, they have no depth. I think they got four points from their bench last night. They have no... Two of them from Bismack Biombo, who's a total stiff, and the other two from Cameron Payne, who is barely an NBA player. They have no depth. And while the league is won, like, you, you don't look back when a team won a championship and say, wow, thank goodness they had player 8, 9, 10 off the bench. It's a superstar-driven league. But you have to get something outside of Booker and Durant. And I'm not so sure about DeAndre Ayton. I don't know that he's a big-time player. And then if Chris Paul is going to be hurt, I think this Suns team's in trouble. I do. Tonight, Lakers at Warriors game one. That's big time. And of course, the main event. Heat at Knicks game two. Can the Heat take a stranglehold over the series? Oh my God, come on, let's do it. Hey, guys, I've been telling you about one of our great sponsors for a while now. One of our OG sponsors, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, all right? I already told you what happens if you got water damage, if you got a leak in your home. You got to make sure that you're covered so you don't have to pay out of pocket and then you wind up going bankrupt trying to pay for all the damage in your home. Do you know, do you know what kind of insurance you need on your home? It's not up to us to figure all of that out. That's why you call Brunt Insurance at 954-589-2204. Go to bruntinsurance.com because from wherever you're calling from in Florida, Brunt knows your area. Brunt Insurance with a fully licensed staff from Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, they deliver comprehensive insurance tailored exactly to your needs. You'll tell them what kind of home you have. You'll tell them townhouse, single family, one story, two story. Do I need flood insurance? They're going to answer all of those questions. Zazlo, I don't own my home though, so I don't need insurance, right? No. Renter's insurance, condo insurance for your car, your motorcycle, your boat, all of it. Brunt Insurance, bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. When I got a question, you know what I do? I call 954-589-2204. I get the man, Greg Brunt, on the phone himself. I I I go right to him. He's always available. So again, make sure you're covered so you don't have to lie awake at night wondering what happens. God forbid there's an accident. 954-589-2204. 
2204. All right. Very good. Tell you, and I'll tell you, by the way, we'll get to Mark, Mark Jones in a second here. I'm super excited for tonight. You guys are super excited tonight. My man Colin from Sheets and Giggles. He's super excited tonight. Oh, my God. So I was in Naples over the weekend. My son had a soccer tournament. I had to sleep on the pullout couch because all of us guys know that's always the way it goes. My wife and my son, Corey, they slept in the bed. I had to sleep on the pullout sofa, and, and I pull out the sheets, and I'm making the bed there. Oh, my God. I miss Sheets and Giggles so much. Sheetsgiggles.com slash Zazlo. Use promo code Zazlo. You're going to get 20% off your first order. Use promo code HEAT. And you're going to get 25% off your order. That's right. Any order. The Zaslow family, we've been using Sheets and Giggles now for about a month and a half now. I'm never going back. These are the sheets, the pillow, the comforter that I'm using now for the rest of my life. Sheetsgiggles.com. Become, just like the Zaslow family, become one of over 100,000 Americans that are sleeping on Sheets and Giggles. Super environmentally friendly. My man Colin... I love messaging him throughout the Heat games, the Panther games. Huge South Florida sports fan. So, you know you're supporting the right business here. You got that eucalyptus mattress? Hey, eucalyptus pillow? Sheetsgiggles.com. So, we got a huge night tonight, obviously. It's all we've been talking about so far today. He had the call for game number one on ABC. Our pal, of course, is Mark Jones, ESPN. As you got Heat Knicks game two tonight. Now, Now, Mark... You're going to have to help me here with my memory, all right? I'm hoping you'll remember as well. When Heat Knicks first became a thing back in 97, were you still working Heat broadcasts, or were you gone by then? I was gone by then, but I came back. I think it was like 99 I was back doing uh, sideline and studio hosting. So that's kind of the timing of it. but I remember the previous ones because, yeah, I was still just exclusively with ESPN at the time. And I still remember uh, P.J. Brown suplexing Charlie Ward. You know, that was right there. Isn't the it? I was, I was 16 years old. I was at that game sitting way yeah. up in the, in the top of Miami Arena for, for that game number five. Isn't it funny? Like, they'll show highlights and they're showing all the video packages and they're reminding everyone. And it's like... It doesn't feel like it was that long ago to me. You know, it, granted, it was 26 years ago, but that's the equivalent, Mark, if they were showing us highlights back then from a series that took place in 1971. I know. I know. The perspective is wild. Man. And then, you know, you see those images still, Jonathan, and you remember those battles. And then I walk up the ramp at Madison Square Garden on Sunday afternoon, late morning, and the first person I bump into is Alonzo, right? The second person I bump into is Pat, who was a couple steps behind him. I turned the corner to go into our green room in ESPN, and who's standing outside there talking to somebody? Alan Houston. I'm like, holy <laughs> cow, preordained it was meant to be. But some of the real great series of basketball, and man, when you see the video of those series, every possession was literally life or death. And you know, for a minute there in the second half of game one, it kind of felt that way too, you know? Tell me about the atmosphere these days at the Garden. You know, like like the Knicks are a good team again. It's been a while, a long yeah. while since they've been a good team. Tell me about the atmosphere game one. It was crazy. Like Madison Square Garden, 
when the Knicks are jumping, there's there's such a unique basketball experience there. Um, you know, the corner 33rd and 7th, walking to the arena from the hotel, you know, guys going crazy. There's Knicks chants. There's there's guys playing, uh, you know, the band's playing Knicks songs and guys are selling merch. And then you walk inside and Spike is there. You know, John McEnroe's there. Uh, Chris Rock is sitting two seats over from me. I mean, nothing turns out the stars like a winning Knicks team. And uh, the, the fact that, you know, when, when you're in New York, the thing I love about their crowd, they're perfect. I, I grudgingly give them respect, right? They're perfect when it comes to knowing when to cheer, knowing when to get the team going. You hear guys calling out plays, calling out for – uh, the coach to sub a certain guy in. There's a certain like basketball nuance about the crowd there that is is like really elite, and it's all happening in the blink of an instant in New York with a lot of volume. So you gotta you gotta love being at games as a spectator at MSG or even being a broadcaster in my chair calling the games. It's it's really special. What do you now? We we don't know right now Jimmy's status for tonight. I don't think we'll know until probably shortly before. Tip off tonight. He's listed as questionable, as are Jalen Brunson, who I fully expect to play, and as is is Julius Randle, who's certainly a question mark as well. Do you think the Heat winning Game One and Game Three not being until Saturday? Do you think the team considers that at all when it comes to Jimmy's status tonight? I think they do. I think if you're trying to play the long game about this and and you know look at winning the series as opposed to just a singular battle, it would be the crude move to make. But knowing Jimmy, um, I, I I have a weird feeling, a strange feeling that he's going to play tonight. And his will is so strong. You know, his resolve is so steely that it's going to be hard to keep him off the court, even if uh, Dr. Harlan Selznick or the athletic training staff says, hey, you're betting better off sitting this one out. Or he could look at it and say, listen, I'll give you, I'll give you 28 minutes, and if you match me out at 28, we'll live with that, and then I'll take my three days to rest and get ready for Sunday afternoon here in South Florida. You know, I know a lot of people talk about, ah, it's a number eight seed, but this, this is not a normal number eight seed. Like, number one, they're actually a seven seed. They lost the first play-in, and then they won the next one, so they're actually not an eight seed, but in general, like, this Miami Heat team, it's virtually the same team as last year. They're not your regular eight seed. Right. I would agree with that. Um, and especially, you know, even though they're shorthanded without uh, Hero and Oladipo, uh, they lose a lot of Hero scoring who had, if you look at his regular season numbers against the Knicks, was really good, were really good. But eight seed, sure. Seven seed, whatever you want to call it. When you have a guy like Jimmy Butler – uh, going into game one of that series, averaging 37 a game in the playoffs. Um, all bets are off after that because uh, we've seen in the past when an elite player like that, an all-NBA player like Jimmy Butler gets on a heater, he's able to carry his team beyond seedings, uh, beyond schemes, beyond double teams, and, and get his. And I think the thing about what's happening right now with the Knicks is that Jimmy has his teammates – playing he has his team he's playing so well he has his teammates believing that they're right there with him it's it's kind of um it's 
Mariel Chalmers syndrome with LeBron, right? <laughs> we can all relate to that, right? Uh -huh. Hey, if he's superhuman, I'm superhuman yep. too. And you can see it in the way that, you know, Gabe Vincent is no stranger to the playoffs, but the way he came out in that game one, you know, he was feeling like, yeah, I'm here to win this game. And it really runs all the way from one all the way down to 12 with Miami. This has been such a weird season, Mark, because it was a really frustrating regular season for the Heat fan. They didn't really give us any great moments during the season. It was a super frustrating year. And then for this version of the Heat, for this team to be the one who gives us a week last week, and look, it's continuing, but last week, what is an all-time memorable week, an all-time memorable series win from Game 4, Jimmy with the 56, to Game 5 and closing it out in Milwaukee, it was such a weird experience last week, Mark, that of all Miami Heat teams, this is the team that gave us that all-time memorable series win. Yeah, it's it's weird, man. I I listen, I did not see that Buck series coming, but you know, when you consider and look at the way that, you know, I think some of the Heat players, especially Butler, might even concede that they might have not had the sense of urgency that they should have had during the regular season. Um, and that can be dangerous, right, Jonathan, when you skip steps and say, hey, we made it to the conference finals last year. Let's just get back there and finish the job this time. Well, the let's get back there part, that's the tricky part because when you skip steps, that's when you get upset. And that's probably what happened to the Milwaukee Bucks a little bit, Giannis's injury aside. So, you know, I, I just – I think confidence is everything with this team. And when they're playing with the type of confidence that they are with Jimmy, uh, with with Bam, uh, Kevin Love was, I thought, extremely impressive low-key in game one as well. I heard a great story about uh, Jimmy that one of the coaches told me um, going into game four, I think it was, of the Bucks series. And some of his teammates were right there and heard it. Giannis walks onto the court, and Jimmy looks at him and says, I don't care if you're back, MF. Nothing's going to change. And guys at the center circle hear that. And if you're a Heat player, you're like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's the vibranium. It's Black Panther. It's boom. We're all superheroes. We're going to win. So for this version of the team to emerge now is spectacular for Heat Nation. You know, to an extent of what you just said there with Jimmy's interaction there with Giannis, you know, it's one thing for players in these games who will talk trash when they're ahead. Right. I think Draymond mentioned this recently right. in game five of the Bucks series when the Heat were making the big comeback late. Jimmy hit a shot, which pulled the Heat within five, I think, with about three minutes left. And so the Heat are trailing with three minutes left. And he pointed at Drew Holiday and said, I own you. <laughs> and like, like, again, it's one thing to talk trash when you're ahead. He knew in that moment yeah, we're going to win this game. Yeah, he's different, man. He's different. And and we've seen, you know, teams ride superstar play like that to uh, championships. And, you know, who knows what lies ahead? His, his relative health is going to be a big question for us coming into game two. But, you know, if he can give them, like I said, even 25, 30 good minutes tonight, uh, they put him on a minute's ration and, you know, have him sub in and out at timely moments and make sure that, you know, either, you know, I don't even know who you name as, as somebody to hold the water until he gets back. But, you know, I, I think Miami's still got a chance, even if he's not 
at 100% the rest of the way. Let me ask you a couple other things that are going on in the playoffs right now. The, the Celtics, should they be worried? I'm puzzled by, yes, I'm puzzled by their lack of urgency, frankly. And I just mentioned a moment ago, Jonathan, teams who skip steps, you know, they're probably thinking, you know, I've heard Jason Tatum say many times this year in doing Celtics games, yeah, we want to get back and finish the job this year. That we just want to get back part. That's that's where that's the tricky part. And right now they're they may be caught looking ahead. I think they got caught looking ahead last night. And Philadelphia rolls in without Embiid and beats them. I think Boston, you know, they have a, an over reliance on three pointers sometimes. And if their threes aren't falling, they can they can get into trouble. And you know, there are moments where, despite the fact that he's an All NBA player, I think. Uh, Jalen Brown's decision-making becomes a little bit suspect. Um, When he puts it on the floor, he's gotten better. He's improved in that aspect. But overall, yeah, I think they need to be worried because, you know, James Harden has had an epiphany now. He had his 40-piece last night, 45, whatever he ended up with. The knock on him was always he doesn't come up big in the postseason. That's gone now. He's had his breakthrough, and they've already got home court advantage now by stealing it last night. If they rest Embiid in game two, it's still found money going back to Philadelphia. So the the long answer is that. The short answer is, yeah, I think Boston does need to be very, very concerned right now. I know we don't know about Chris Paul, but I I think the Suns have a big problem right now. Yeah, they've been weird in the the first two games. I I was disappointed in their play. Um, I thought in game one they passed up a lot of opportunity to – kind of exploit Denver defensively. Denver is not a great defensive team. They're in the the lower third of defensive rating. Um, you know, they finished better than what their overall number is. But, you know, it's really what's worked against Denver in the past. Uh, the dirty secret is that, you know, Joker is one of the worst centers uh, ever to win MVP. And if you spam pick and roll basketball and he's playing in the drop, and Chris Paul is shooting 15-foot elbow jumpers when he snakes the screen. They didn't show much of that. And they started to do that in the third quarter last night. And then he hurt his groin. So, you know, that's one concern that they haven't taken advantage of areas where they should be, I think. And then secondly, Kevin Durant isn't shooting as much for me, as much as he needs to for me. I don't care if he, he misses his first 8-10 shots. He needs to have the ball in his hands and shoot more. And I don't think that they've worked out, Jonathan, the balance of shot distribution between Booker, KD, and CP3 and the rest of the guys. And it's showing up at the worst possible time. Finally here, Mark, uh, your season with the Kings. I mean, obviously it it didn't end the way Kings fans want it and the organization wanted, but pretty awesome season, right? Fantastic year. And it shows to me, Jonathan, that, Coaching in this league matters. Like, I watched Mike Brown this year, 82 games and into the, excuse me, and into the playoffs, um, change the culture of that franchise and, in, and the culture of the team in real time. Like, I'm talking about calling a timeout when the Kings fell down 6 nothing in games to start the first quarter. 30 seconds into the game, he's calling a timeout 
and taking aside De'Aaron Fox and saying, hey, you should be here with your chest, not over there with your arms or your hands, and correcting Terrence Davis and correcting Sabonis and teaching in real time, and it added up to their 48-win season, a huge improvement and a number three seed. Uh, coaching De'Aaron Fox hard, coaching Sabonis hard, um, literally speaking the playoffs into existence from day one. During practices, I'm in their practices, and he's blowing the whistle saying, guys, when we're in the playoffs, we can't do it like that or else we'll get beat. And he was doing this, Jonathan, in November, in October. So he spoke it into existence, and it happened. And that, for me, was the most rewarding part, to see a, a great guy, a great coach, become coach of the year, De'Aaron Fox, the clutch player of the year, Sabonis lead the league in rebounding, two all-stars. Um, it was a great year in Sacramento, and it's made things very interesting in the uh, Western Conference moving forward. Where does Light the Beam come from? Six 1,000-watt lasers out of the top of the Golden One Center. Vivek Ranadive had a vision that they need to start celebrating um, wins in Sacramento and change the culture, and that's part of it. It's really symbolic, Jonathan, of uh, the resurrection of the franchise, right? After almost 17 years of not making it, after every win, they light the beam, and it stays on until midnight. They had to get FAA clearance <laughs> because of airports. They say that the beam goes farther than the eye can see, and it's wild, man. Like, people, after a King's win, will pull over if you're driving out of town or into Sacramento, they'll pull over on the side of the highway and stare at the beam at nighttime. It's it's really cool, and uh, it's an idea now that has kind of become part of the culture change. It is cool. Uh, you're in yeah. Philly. You got the games this weekend. You're in Philly this weekend. Yeah, this weekend, Friday and Sunday, games three and four, Boston and Philadelphia. It's going to be a real pivotal time for both those teams. And like we talked about, I mean. If Boston slips up again, they're really in trouble. But even without slipping up, if they even at a 1-1, it's still going to be a great series. Joel Embiid's probably going to get his MVP trophy on Friday night um, pregame. Uh, looking forward to being there and part of it. I think he is the MVP this year. Um, and the Philadelphia 76 have a great chance to throw a wrench into the yeah. Sixers' uh, the Celtics' plans this year. Great job, Mark. Always appreciate you joining us. Thank you. Have fun the rest of the playoffs. All right, man. Appreciate you, Jonathan. Keep up the great work, man. You do a fantastic job. Excellent job by Mark Jones. He, he's always really good to us. I love having him on the show. He was great as always. And of course, every guest on Zaslow Show 2.0 is always brought to us by the official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. You know I'm talking about Johnny Cuba. European roots with that Caribbean soul. A refreshing German lager in a can. How else do you want to enjoy both games tonight, Heat game and Panther game, than while while drinking a Johnny? And, and if you if you run out, you go to Sedano's, Presidente, Win Dixie, Fresco E Moss. I already told you guys my new favorite beer, one of the OG sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. And I love when you guys send me the video or take a picture the first time you ever tried a Johnny, and I'm like, of course it's delicious. What were you waiting for, Johnny Cuba? Always drink responsibly. And of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra. Stay tranquilo. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. If you're dealing with water, mold, or fire damage in your home or your business, is that a big deal? Is it not a big deal? I don't know. But water cleanup of Florida... 
They're here 24 hours a day, seven days a week to tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. 954-900-8635. Again, Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. They'll tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. First up, so ESPN NHL senior writer Greg Wasinski, he's a common guest on Zaslow Show 2.0. He came out earlier this morning with his favorites right now to win the Conn Smythe. The Conn Smythe goes to the Stanley Cup playoff MVP. And right now, one of the top either two or three, Matthew Kachuk. That's a big deal. How about that? As advertised, Matthew Kachuk. Can you imagine? They bring him in. They trade an all-time great player in Huberto. They give Kachuk the massive contract. And in his very first year, he's in the Conn Smythe conversation. That's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. Tonight, keeping with the hockey, you got Game 1, Seattle Kraken, coming off of their Game 7 win a couple nights ago against the defending cup champion Avalanche. Seattle is at the Dallas Stars. That's Game 1 tonight. That's a big deal. I'm not going to be dialed into it because I don't pay so much attention to the Western Conference, and I got so much more on the table tonight. Look, the Zaslow Mansion family room, Big TV, small TV, that's taken up by Heat and Panthers. You know what I'm talking about. But I'm going big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So, you know The Flash, the movie The Flash, is coming out, I believe, next month. And reviews are starting to come in. Now, I think there's a gag order on actual reviews, but some have seen it. And they're starting to tell you if they liked it, if it was good, if it was not good. And the reviews that I'm seeing, the headlines are, this movie is outstanding. It's one of the best superhero movies of all time. And look, it's not like these these critics are going to be blowing smoke. They have every reason to tell you that this movie is shit if it's shit. Because it's very controversial that Ezra Miller is still allowed to be in the movie. Now, is he going to be the Flash moving forward? That's to be determined. But this guy seems to be a total lowlife with all kinds of uh, uh, criminal activity outside of, outside, you know, in his personal life. So... The fact that this... I told you this from the get-go. The fact that they're still coming out with this movie after everything that's going on with Ezra Miller, to me, that was a clear sign. This movie is incredible. So, I'm going big deal. I'm super pumped for The Flash and to see Michael Keaton back as Batman. Finally, one more for you. Big deal or not a big deal? Yesterday, Aerosmith announced their farewell tour. It's called the Peace Out Tour. Supporting act, the Black Crows. This is a very big deal. They're playing Tampa's Amelie Arena and also playing FLA Live Arena in Sunrise in October. Uh, tickets go on sale at the end of this week. I don't know what the ticket prices are yet. I'm sure it's going to be outrageous. I'd like to find... I'm going to do Ticket Ninja moves. I'd like to find a way to go. This is a big deal. I've seen Aerosmith in concert, I think, twice maybe? Yeah, I think twice. Love Aerosmith. Would like to see them one more time. And Black Crows opening. My wife and I saw Black Crows a couple months ago. They were fantastic. So Aerosmith, farewell tour. That's a big deal. And that right there is another addition. Brought to us by Water Cleanup of Florida. They'll tell you if your mold, fire damage, or water leak is a big deal or not a big deal. Call 954-900-8635. Yes. What a show today. 
Great job by everybody involved putting together a really fun show. Can we start tomorrow's show with the Panthers up 1-0 and the Heat up two games to none over the Knicks? Come on. What are talking about? You can always hit me up on social media. You guys know that. Tell your friends and family about the show. I love you a long time. Thanks to everyone who helped put together a great show today. Your work's always appreciated. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing.